0: Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, your podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Let's start then with the high fives and hellos and warm welcomes to all of you who've joined the Coco Club today. The lists get longer and longer, and I don't want to keep any of you waiting for a minute more. So, hello to Ishbel and Cora, Marley and Byron, Marley and Regan, Marnie, Ella, Toby, Pippa, and Charlie. Thank you all so much for joining and supporting the podcast. We are so grateful and we hope you enjoy listening to all of the extra premium stories. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Tonight's story is a glorious one, and I hope you're all settled in bed with full tummies Otherwise, it might make yours rumble. We're heading back to the diner, run by our creative couple of cats, Potato and Beans. And there are some wonderful descriptions of feasts and soul food coming up. That's because we're soon going to revisit our favourite roller skating diner cats on Juneteenth, as they learn all about this very special holiday. But before we find out more... Let's close our eyes and take a few moments to breathe in and out. In for two and out for four. Snuggle down a little bit more and imagine a sunny summer's day in the valley where Potato and Beans Diner is buzzing with life. This is Potato and Beans Celebrate Juneteenth by Susanna McLaughlin, edited. By Kofi I Don't guess it On this sunny summer's day, a long road that cut through the valley connecting one far-off town to another was host to a parade of shiny cars, and animals of all kinds were cruising past the diner. Customers idly sipping milkshakes by the window watched as they zoomed by. They followed with their eyes as a poodle drove her pink sports car with the top down, wearing elegant sunglasses and a silk headscarf. They chuckled to see a wildebeest in a rusty truck singing along to country music as his child bopped along in the passenger seat. They marveled at a shiny silver bus driven by a bored-looking seal. The flow of cars was unending. It seemed like there were a lot of people travelling this weekend. Every so often, a car would slow and pull into the diner's car park, enticed by the bright sign advertising Mrs Pig's fluffy pancakes and creamy mac and cheese. Within the diner, the two cats, Potato and Beans, were working as hard as ever, joking with the customers as they sliced warm pie and topped milkshakes with whipped cream. They wiped up crumbs and mopped up spills, scooped ice cream and poured coffee, making everyone feel welcome with their huge friendly smiles. In the kitchen, Mrs. Pig was flipping burgers and scrambling eggs as fast as she could, Staying calm and collected amongst the sizzles and steam. Unfazed, she sent a steady stream of hot meals towards the diner and dirty dishes towards the sink where Ozzie the Octopus was floating amongst the suds, scrubbing plates and polishing cutlery all at once. Every one of his eight arms was busy, dancing around him, juggling cups and flapping tea towels. Their spirits were high. Every dish that re-entered the kitchen came back clean, sent with compliments from the diners. Around lunchtime, a human family came into the car park. Four doors opened and two parents and two children stepped out, stretching and yawning. The little girl wiped her sleepy eyes. Obviously the warm sun and the hum of the car engine had lulled her into a morning nap. They entered the diner, waved a cheery hello to Potato and Beans, and slipped into a booth by the window. Potato zoomed over on her roller skates, smoothing down her apron and straightening her whiskers. It wasn't so often humans stopped by. She approached the table and recounted her usual greeting. Welcome to Potato and Beans, the best diner in the whole of nowhere, where we serve weary travellers with a smile. I'm Potato and I'll be your server. What can I get you today? The humans beamed back at Potato, impressed by how professional and warm she was. They knew they had made the right decision stopping by the diner for lunch. They all poured over the menu. Everything looked so good. How could they choose? As mum, dad and the little girl looked over their choices, the little boy turned to Potato. I already know what I want, he said wisely. Pancakes. Potato liked this little boy. He had kind brown eyes and his shiny curls bounced as he spoke. And he picked pancakes, Potato's favourite. They chatted back and forth for a little while, deciding what the best toppings would be, settling on strawberries, banana, and a big scoop of chocolate chips. Potato had suggested he topped them with warm milk and cat biscuits, and the boy had just laughed, thinking she was joking. Potato knew humans didn't like cat biscuits, but she never truly understood why. She thought they were delicious. The rest of the family ordered their meals, and Potato skated off to the kitchen, passing their order on to Mrs. Pig. Next, she hurried to the counter and set about preparing the family's drinks. Green tea for mum, black coffee for dad, and milkshakes for the kids. Before long, she glided over, tongue stuck out in concentration, balancing the steamy mugs and tall shakes on a tray. As she placed the drinks down, her ears pricked up. The children were talking about some kind of holiday. Maybe that's why the roads were so busy. "Uh, Excuse me, Potato asked. What is so special about this weekend? I don't know of a cat holiday that's about to happen. Is it a human one? The family smiled at Potato kindly and told her to take a seat. They'd tell her all about it. Potato glanced around the diner. Everybody had their meals and were munching happily. Beans was at the counter, daydreaming. It was the perfect time for a break. She hopped up onto the red cushioned bench, thanking the children for sliding over to make space for her. The family introduced themselves. The children were called Jada and Caleb, and they all seemed exceptionally friendly. They began to explain about the holiday. Tomorrow, Caleb said, is June 19th, and we are celebrating Juneteenth. Potato wrinkled her brow. It was a lovely name, but what was it? Mum began to explain. Juneteenth marks the anniversary of the ending of slavery in the USA many years ago. For humans, it marks a huge step that was made towards equality. Equality means that everyone should be treated the same, with kindness, respect and love, no matter who they are or where they come from, Dad added. Potato smiled. That was her motto, too. So Juneteenth is like a reminder, she asked, that everyone should be treated kindly. Jada nodded. And it's a day to celebrate being African-American and to celebrate love, kindness and freedom, I guess. Potato beamed. She loved love. What a wonderful holiday. She thought it was brilliant that they would be celebrating their culture. She loved connecting with her own cat culture, after all. She wondered aloud whether they should hold a Juneteenth celebration at the diner. And Caleb nodded with such enthusiasm, she thought he may get dizzy. He said that was a great idea and they would tell her just how to do it. In between gulps of milkshake, Caleb and Jada told Potato about their Juneteenth plans. They were driving from their home to see their family in a town not so far from here. Mum would drive and Dad would call himself DJ Dad, picking songs for them to listen to on the journey. They were headed to Grandma's house and their cousins, auntie and uncle would be there too. There were no rules on what to do on Juneteenth, Caleb added. Everyone has their own traditions, but this was theirs. The family would spend the day enjoying being together. They would play games together, and Grandma would read them a little something from books written by African Americans. They would listen to music and dance a little, and most importantly... They would eat a feast. Potato's stomach grumbled at the thought. A feast. That was perfect. The diner could put on a Juneteenth's feast. Jada looked excited about the food. A dreamy look came over her as she described the usual dishes. On Juneteenth, we eat lots of red foods, she said, to symbolise resilience and joy. At our house, we have strawberry pie and watermelon juice, red beans and red rice and red velvet cake. We also have some foods that aren't red too, Dad said. We have soul food. Food that was traditionally made by African Americans in the South, which has influences from all sorts of places. Places that their ancestors came from. It's the most delicious food, including barbecue and cornbread, yams, and collard greens. Now Dad's tummy rumbled, as loud as thunder. The kids giggled, and Potato was glad to see beans emerging from the kitchen with plates piled high with pancakes and sandwiches. Beans delivered the food to their table, and the family tucked into their lunch happily. Potato thanked them for their explanation and hopped down from the bench, leaving them to their lunch. She passed on all she'd learnt to Beans as the two of them sipped a refreshing glass of milk at the counter. Beans nodded along wisely, before stating at the end, You're right. We need to hold a Juneteenth feast. Nice work, Potato. That evening, Potato and Beans, Mrs. Pig and Ozzie got to work. They turned the open sign to closed, took off their aprons and set to planning. Mrs. Pig loved soul food and took down her biggest recipe book from the shelf, plopping it on one of the diner tables with a thud. She popped on her semicircle-shaped spectacles and poured over the pages, leaning in so close that her snout almost touched the pages. Potato, beans and Aussie sat around her, pointing out the recipes they thought were the most delicious. Their mouths were watering as they did so, and soon Beans had to bring them each a slice of peach pie to satisfy their tummies. Potato retrieved the cat's best glitter pens, and the four of them set to work, writing out special Juneteenth menus to let the visitors know every dish that would be on the menu. They had a race to see who could write the most menus, and Ozzie won. Potato complained that the game wasn't fair. Of course Ozzy won. He had a pen in each tentacle. Mrs. Pig won the prize of having the best handwriting. She wrote beautifully. And Beans was mesmerized watching the pen dance in her trotter, making beautiful, curly letters all joined up and perfectly punctuated. Next, they moved into the kitchen, washed their paws, trotters and tentacles and began preparing their ingredients. Potato was set peeling potatoes as their shared name made her giggle and she tended to measure ingredients wrong. Beans, on the other hand, was given the task of making the mix for the red velvet cake under Mrs. Pig's careful guidance. Ozzie began polishing cutlery and dusting off the plates that they kept for special occasions. Luckily, they were decorated with little red flowers, perfectly suiting the Juneteenth color scheme. Mrs. Pig had her chef hat on and was stirring and simmering, and whisking several pans at once. Potato sidled over and gave her a squeeze. You really are a wonder in the kitchen, Ma, she mewed. When everything was baking, boiling, or bubbling away, the four of them headed back into the restaurant and created a large banner to hang outside on the diner, which wished a happy Juneteenth to any passers-by. Once all their preparation was complete, the team said their sleepy goodbyes and headed to their homes. In their nook above the diner, potato and beans curled up in their beds and fell asleep as soon as their whiskers hit the pillow. The next day was just as beautiful as the one that came before it, with the bluest of blue skies. Most golden sunshine and the delicatest breeze, which drifted through the window towards the snoozing cats. At the soft, plinky-plonky sound of their alarm, the two cats awoke and rolled out of bed. Today was a big day, so they made sure to put extra time into their morning stretches. They arched their backs and flexed their toes, stretching so far that their fur stood on end. They wiggled and flicked their tails and rolled their necks to the left and to the right. Once their stretches were complete, they donned their aprons and name badges, standing in front of the mirror proudly. Beans looked down at Little Round Potato and smiled. Happy Juneteenth, Beans wished Potato, and Potato wished it to Beans in return. They entered the diner where Mrs. Pig was already singing away in the kitchen and waved to Ozzy as his funny little car pulled into the car park. Before long, the tables had been pushed together and chairs rearranged. The tablecloth had been spread and menus stacked. Beans looked at the clock. It was lunchtime. Right on cue, cars appeared on the horizon, advancing through the beautiful dusty valley and pulling into the parking lot. The cats jiggled in excitement and Mrs. Pig beamed. Ozzie pointed out the cars of their regulars and marveled at how many new customers were here too it seemed the word had spread about their Juneteenth celebration. As the customers entered the diner, the team handed them a frosty glass of red juice, watermelon, tomato or strawberry, depending on their preference. Everyone was in high spirits, mingling and laughing. With everyone welcomed, Potato and Beans, Mrs. Pig, and Ozzie began setting the food on the table. It was soon laden with dishes, and delicious smells filled the diner. There were gasps as the dishes were set down, which made Mrs. Pig blush with pride. Soon everyone was tucking in, loading their plates with food and gobbling the food down with gusto. Beans laughed to see the post dog tucking into strawberry pie, getting sticky red sauce all over her white curly fur. Sandy the skunk was eagerly sniffing a huge pot of red rice, enjoying the spicy scent wafting up with the steam. Ozzie had a piece of cornbread in each hand and was dipping them one by one into a big bowl of beans, taking bites as he went. Satisfied that everyone was having a fantastic time, the cats grabbed their own plates and began building their own little mountains of food. Beans heaped a spoon of saucy beans and creamy mashed potato onto her plate, and Potato laughed as she saw it. Look, Beans, she said, it's us. Beans rolled her eyes at Potato's corny joke, but smiled and said, Yes, and they complement each other perfectly, just like us. The cats ate smoky peppers from the barbecue, mac and cheese and collard greens, before tucking into dessert. Soon, Potato too was covered in sticky jam, and Beans was dabbing at her with a napkin. Beans looked around. Everyone had full bellies and happy smiles. She was so happy to have everyone here, celebrating love and freedom, showing that they believe in equality too. She took Potato's paw and climbed onto an empty table, hoisting Potato up next to her. Hello, everyone, she called, and the chatter died down as everybody turned to beam up at them. There were animals of all kinds in the crowd. Big animals, small animals, animals with straight fur, animals with curly fur, and animals with no fur at all. Animals with tusks, animals with tails, animals with hooves and trotters and paws. Potato and Beans looked down at them all joyfully. Beans thanked them for coming to their Juneteenth meal and Potato told them all she had learnt from the human family. Beans told the crowd that they were so pleased to know them all, and that they were so happy to celebrate the fact that we are all the same, despite our differences, and we all deserve love, respect, and equality. Everybody cheered and thanked the cats, Ozzie and Mrs Pig, for their hospitality. When the speech was over, Ozzie flicked on the stereo and the diner was filled with music. The animals spent the afternoon dancing, playing games and enjoying themselves. Beans got into a very competitive game of dominoes with Mrs. Pig's husband, Mr. Hog, and the two sat in the corner playing match after match until eventually... They had to agree that they were both winners. Potato spent hours dancing enthusiastically with Ozzy, wiggling and shimmying to disco tunes, waving her furry paws in the air. Ozzy was a fantastic dancer, with exceptionally fluid movements, rhythmically waving his tentacles and pirouetting on his roller skates. Mrs. Pig, spent her time sitting at a table with one of their regulars, a sheep named Barbara, and the two hooted with laughter for hours, slapping their knees and wiping away tears. It was wonderful to have everybody together. As the celebration roared on, the sky outside became streaked with pink before darkening to inky blue and becoming decorated by twinkling stars. When the last animal left the diner and the last dish had been cleaned, Potato and Beans bid a fond farewell to Ozzie and Mrs. Pig, congratulating them on such a wonderful celebration. The four of them agreed that they wished they could keep dancing all night, but then Ozzie yawned. Next, Mrs. Pig yawned, then Potato yawned, and Beans yawned too. It was time for bed. As they got ready for bed, Potato and Beans couldn't stop smiling sleepy smiles, even when they brushed their teeth. Beans took her bath first, and then Potato hopped in the tub using extra soap to clean the sticky jam from her fur. Since it was Juneteenth, Potato selected the most vibrant strawberry soap from her collection and covered herself in the pink, frothy bubbles. She looked at her reflection in the shiny tap and laughed. Next, the cats used a warm, toasty hairdryer to make their fur dry and fluffy and put on their pyjamas. Beans wore a smart pyjama suit in pink stripes, and Potato wore a fluffy onesie and fuzzy blue socks. Once clean and fluffy, the two cats wrapped up in their cosy blankets and, as they did every night, looked at the stars. Beans looked up at the stars and said she was thankful to have such wonderful friends and that she was grateful that there was kindness in the air. She was glad that people had been learning that we should all be treated kindly, no matter our differences. Potato thought about the children at the diner and smiled. I'm grateful for Jada and Caleb she said, and I'm thankful that they taught us about Juneteenth. Potato and Beans held paws and smiled. Happy Juneteenth, Potato said. Happy Juneteenth, Beans replied. The two cats climbed into bed and curled up cosy. It wasn't long before Potato was softly snoring, and Beans was dreaming of warm milk.